Hello, everyone. This is Brian Kirkner again with Good Dog Workshop, where your podcast resource for successfully working with your dog. We'll help you sift through all the wrong and ridiculous information out there. We'll help you understand dogs and how to effectively work with the dog's nature, not against it. In short, we'll teach you how to speak dog. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Uh, tonight, I'm flying solo. I'm just going to do a quick podcast about Buddy, my foster dog. I got him from the Falkir SPCA. Uh, once again, shout out to uh, excellent people there, especially the director Devin and uh, and her uh, her managers Maddie and uh, and Alex and all the other staff there great great uh, people and a terrific facility so I got uh, Buddy he's his name was Diesel at the time he's uh, probably mostly cattle dog I think he's probably mixed with uh, with some pit bull judging uh, by a few things about him got him about five weeks ago um, first four days. Uh, his behavior was actually pretty good for a brand new dog, but he lifted his leg on everything. My girlfriend and I were on top of him every second, um, but we knew it wasn't a bladder issue, a health issue, because he could hold it all night long. But yeah, he just lift his leg on on you know uh, the furniture, you know the rug, just any anything you know that that he could find. Um, so we stayed on top of him, but we broke the habit about uh, about four days. Um, he marks on everything vertical when uh, when we're outside, fire hydrants and you know electrical boxes and plants and trees and and everything. Um, a lot of indications, including that that uh, that he was an outdoor dog. Um, and the only two pieces of information we were told about him that I believe are uh, was that. Um, he was chasing the neighbor's chickens, and that's why the, the owners said they surrendered him. Um, we later learned that he was not actually in contact with the chickens. There was a fence between them. So, yeah, he's got some prey drive. I've seen it a few times when he uh, caught sight of a, a, a fawn a few weeks ago, a baby deer, and he was very curious about Excuse me. He was uh, very interested in the fawn, pulling and lunging at the leash and whining and squeaking, very excited about it. Uh, but obviously we didn't uh, didn't go after it. The other piece of information which we were told that I don't believe was they said they had him as, as a puppy and he's four years and seven months old. Now he, you know, maybe he looks like it. He's a, he's a blue, actually it's black and white cattle dog um, mix. And it'd be hard to tell if he has any gray under his mu his muzzle versus his regular coat, but he just acts like a puppy. I'd guess that he's probably closer to a year and a half um, because of how he runs. It's very puppy-like with the back end coming up high and the way when he chases a ball or something in the house, he will tend to run into furniture as if, you know, he's his first day with the, with the new feet. So I think he's, he's younger. He's definitely... Um, uh, very young in, in spirit at the very least. Also, his two lower canines have been broken off at the same height and with the same angle. So that makes me think, again, that he was an outdoor dog and you know, was trying to bite to get out of a, a cage or a fence or, or something like that. Um, so you know, I'm sure he didn't come from the greatest of circumstances, so it's good that they gave him up. And we've had a, had a really good time fostering him enjoy having him around he gets along great with you know my kettle dog red and and my girlfriend's um chocolador ariel and uh and with beagle with vivian the slow moving beagle as as well he's um you know just just fit right in seamlessly so 
a uh, couple things about about him. Like I said, it took about four days to housebreak him. When we first got him uh, to the truck, he didn't know what to do. So, you know, again, he probably wasn't an indoor pet because most people will take their pets somewhere at some point. He didn't know how to get up in the truck or what to do. So first couple of times, it um, we had to, had to lift him up. Um, and on the ride home, he was nervous. Uh, sat in, in my girlfriend's lap. We rolled the window down for him, and he relaxed a bit after after that. Got his head, to, got to stick his head out the window, and and settled down quite a bit after that. And I think by day two or maybe day three, he was jumping up in the truck and happy to go. To the point where, for the next five weeks, every time I open the door of the garage to go take the recycling or trash out or something, he's you know following me down down the stairs and ready to get in the truck again. So this dog really rides well in a car. I know that's an issue for for some people out there not an issue with buddy um also he's just insanely quiet in the house he doesn't bark when the when the doorbell goes uh you know if he hears an animal sound on the tv he'll prick up and he may look at the tv there or he may bark at it if he hears a dog bark but he sleeps quietly he doesn't snore he doesn't flop around in his in his sleep now he absolutely has to be next to someone when he's resting. So, you know, ever since, he's right in the middle of the bed. I don't mind that so much because he is so still and so quiet, but, you know, he, he likes to sleep on the bed with uh, with one of the other, other dogs and me as well. I did crate him the second night just to see how he would do, and he whined for a little bit. He wasn't wasn't too thrilled about that. But other than that, he did, uh, he did just fine. Settled down and was quiet the rest of the night. Um, like I said earlier, didn't lift his leg either in the crate or, uh, or at night um, the rest of the, the, the time we've had him, just those first few days. Um, also, uh, he really likes to play with Ariel, the, the chocolate door, uh, or anyone who will play with him. Red, my cattle dog, will play with him a little bit from time to time, but Red really likes to dominate more than anything, so that kind of cuts, cuts Buddy's desire to play short. Uh, he won't try and play with Vivian, but he and Ariel, they have a great time. They're always racing around upstairs, and, you know, you can hear the banging and the thumping, and, you know, they're wearing themselves out, just roughhousing. And she took a few days to get used to it, but she really, really enjoyed it, and they play at a, a nice level. I've got some videos on on her Facebook page and, and on YouTube so you can see what that kind of moderate level of play intensity looks like, but it doesn't escalate, and they're both very even. He'll, you know, dominate her or be... Uh, the, you know, in charge of the play in one minute, and the next minute she'll be in charge of him and, and dominating him in the next minute. So really nice, nice even play with them. Uh, he likes to d- chase a ball occasionally, but he really likes to chase a dog who's chasing a ball, which is fun to watch, but it's unfortunate for Ariel because she doesn't like to be chased when she's playing ball she likes to get the ball and retrieve it you know total retriever whereas he will grab her leg before she even gets going because he enjoys doing that he's a herder of course he's gonna gonna grab a leg um he's also good at playing uh, playing ch- uh, chase and and tug with people too which is cool and again he doesn't escalate he doesn't pull hard or thrash about or really put his weight into it he's very gentle about it and the same vein that he's also gentle about taking food which is terrific a lot of a lot of people again worry about that especially with kids but um you know he's he's fantastic about it very very soft soft mouth um like i said on walks he's great with every every dog that we've met and every person that we've met um 
does great in the in the car. He doesn't like loud noises, and his worst reaction has been to thunder. Again, an indication that he's probably been an out, outdoor dog and hasn't had a way to get away from the thunder. You know, climb in a bathtub or, or you know get undercover or something like that. Um, he's gotten better about that, but he still kind of freaks out and paces around a little bit, and then comes and and hides either under my desk or or next to one of us, um, looking for some. Uh, some some comfort when he's when he's worried about that. Um, other than that, the only downside. Now this is a true downside for me because I don't enjoy walking like I used to. As as I've said many times, on leash he gets a little sniffy like a hound. He'll just find a scent and then go back and forth and back and forth and and just it's nonstop for several minutes at a time. Or he's walking next to me. And then he'll just slightly veer over in front of me, and I'll correct him, and then he does it again. He does it with me, he does it with my girlfriend, he does it with a dog he's walking next to. He will he will push them to the side, whether it's Ariel or Vivian or Red. So I've never seen that in a dog do it consistently with every creature he's walking next to, so that's kind of interesting. But for me, it's kind of annoying. I don't want to be tripped up when I'm walking. Um, also don't want to be pulled all over the place when uh, when I'm walking. Um, could be that I just need to run with him, which I haven't done yet. But yeah, maybe if I picked up the picked up the pace and and ran at uh, five or six miles an hour, that would make a difference for him. So maybe I'll maybe I'll try that one of these days. Um, so we've had a couple of a couple of nibbles on on interest in in him. One, I met uh, met a woman. Um, and her own cattle dog, small guy, really, you know, much more intense guy than than Buddy and would, you know, grab a ball out of the air and do flips. And I mean, really, really cool to see this little guy. Um, and we met at the SPCA and they met terrifically. But then her dog was only interested in her and playing ball. It didn't matter that there was a new dog around. He wanted to have nothing to do with it. So that was kind of too bad for Buddy because Buddy is a dog that really, really responds to the energy around him. Like with, with Ariel, the, the chocolate lab, she's energetic. And so he's energetic around her when she's not around. Like today, the house is much, much quieter. Therefore, Buddy is much more relaxed and much quieter. Um, when he's around Vivian, I mean, she puts out almost no energy. So he's pretty much sleeping the, the whole time around her. So, you know, I'm hoping to match him up with, with a family that's going to have energy that kind of balances him really well that, you know, they're, they're high energy, they're exciting, they're fun at times. And then they're, you know, nice and low key at other times. Cause that's naturally what I see him in being, we get outside and, you know, he's all about being excited if it's time to play, but then he can also just follow me around the yard when I'm doing yard work and be calm about it. So I think he needs someone who, who kind of has a full range of, of, uh, of, of energy there, um, you know, to, to switch off from. So he gets that, uh, that, that nice balance, you know what I'm talking about. Um, and then today I looked at, uh, looked, met some other people down at the SPCA, a nice family of, uh, of four young, well, what I would call a younger couple with, uh, with two kids. I think the younger one was a year, no, two and a half years. And then the older one was about seven or so. 
And Buddy was great with uh, with both the kids, and they were, you know, kind of petting him roughly and racing around and, and uh, you know, throwing the ball for him and then grabbing the ball when he had it in his mouth and trying to play tug with him. And, you know, he was really, really engaged with the, with the kids and flopped over for, uh, for the, the, the parents. Um, when they when they came in and you know he was all about getting affection from them and that's one thing that I find very unusual in all the all the dogs that I fostered over the years is Buddy is by far the most affectionate dog to everyone instantly. I mean Vivian will go up to everyone, but Buddy will go up to everyone and just flop over and get rubs for them. And those of you who have had something other than a lab. That's fairly unusual, especially for a herding dog. These guys don't don't you know flop over. They don't um, subordinate themselves that easily, that quickly for everyone. And he does it for everyone. So the good news about that, well, obviously it's nothing but good news. But what I really like about that is he will bond with anyone very very easily so that makes me feel good that i don't have to worry about him when he when he goes to a new home missing me too much because he's gonna you know have a new family who loves him and flop over for them and bond with them and uh gonna have a great time so i'm hoping this this new family that met him today will work out i just have to do a quick um a uh, quick uh, screening of them through the uh, through the SPCA, but I think it is going to work out. But those of you who um, who are interested, um, please consider fostering because it's a very rewarding experience. Yes, sometimes you get a dog that has accidents in the in the house. Um, uh, that reminds me, Buddy does not chew anything in the house. He has had so many opportunities to get into anything, and he just doesn't. The only thing he's done is moved uh, a shoe or a slipper around from one floor to the other, almost like well. This one should be upstairs. No, I think this one, I'm going to put both left shoes downstairs and both right ones I'll put upstairs. But he didn't chew anything. He put the put the remote in his mouth because he got excited one day. He reached it off the, off the end table when he was standing on the bed, but he didn't put any teeth marks in it, and he just dropped it instantly because he was excited and, and uh, you know, saw something to, to put in his mouth. Again, very puppy-like behavior. Um but Buddy is a is a fantastic dog, and and those of you who are interested in in volunteering, fostering is one of the the most you know um, the most important things you can do with uh, an animal um, an animal group, whether it's a you know a shelter with a uh, with a facility or just a foster based um, animal rescue group. Um, but you know it's so it's so rewarding to do this and and I think buddy's my forty fifth foster or something, and typically I'll have him for months on end, but you know this guy he's such an easy dog and so uh so good to to have around and very easy to promote that it doesn't surprise me that we've i think we found him a home already if not, I will uh, let you know through Facebook that he might still be looking for a home, but I think tomorrow's uh, or today's family is gonna gonna stick with him, but at the very least. Please go to your uh, your local animal shelter and find out how you can volunteer. There's so many different ways you can do it that are less than fostering because fostering is a 24-hour, you know, a day commitment until you find a home for the dog. Um, but you can, you know, help them with, with phone calls where you're doing reference checks for them. You can, um, you know, volunteer to, to walk dogs at most of these places. It's not about, um, you know, cleaning, cleaning kennels, and, and you can also... 
volunteer to help them with administrative paperwork or, or put on events. There's so much you can do, but it's, it's really such a good and rewarding thing to think to do. And there's such a great need for it. So please, all of you uh, who've listened to this podcast and like what we at Good Dog Workshop do, please consider um, giving some of your time to, uh, to a local rescue group. So that's it for, uh, for now. I appreciate you all listening. Please follow us on, on Facebook and give us a five-star review on on uh, uh, on our iTunes here or Buzzsprout or wherever you find find our podcast. We really appreciate it. And the more reviews and, and uh, ratings we get, the more people will hear about us and, uh, and know they can come to us for good information and true information about dogs. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. We appreciate it, and we will catch you next time. Take care.